Hello and welcome. My name is Amelia, otherwise known as DJ EJ, and this is Club Crime, a true crime broadcast recording live at KTCU. I'm so happy to be back again this week, everyone. I'd like to thank everyone so much for the support on season two's debut last week. It was super, super great to be back, and I'm glad to be here tonight. And it was honestly just an overall great three-day weekend. I'm it's I'm honestly kind of happy it's over because it it just it the vibes were good, but I just was not ready for a three-day weekend. I'm getting so much into the routine of just going back to school and like you know having my weekends to just like study, do my homework, and then go back to classes. And this just kind of threw me off a little bit. I can't even lie, but. I'm honestly, I'm just happy to be here tonight because club crime is typically the highlight of my week, even though we did lose the football game on Saturday, which was a little bit rough. But, you know, we'll hopefully come back this coming weekend at the next football game. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode of Club Crime, please go listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't followed us on Instagram or Twitter, please follow us at, at Club Crime Official or at Club Crime Fish on Twitter or I guess X, because X will not allow me to have the official at the end of my name, because apparently that's too long of a username. But now it's that special time again to introduce you all to my guest for the week. So Grace, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey guys, my name's Grace. I am a sophomore here at TCU, and I am a journalism and theater double major. Yes, and you're also... I'm also a KTCU girl. A KTCU girly. A little girly. A little, a little girl, KTCU girly. A little girly pop. Yes. Oh, you're my first guest that actually like works at really? the station. Oh my gosh, I'm honored. Which is like, it's honestly kind of a collab too, because mm-hmm. you also have your own specialty show. I do. Wednesday mornings, me and my friend do a little morning show, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. It's slay time. Which honestly is such like an opposite of me. I'm like the late nights <laughs> and you're know. just the early morning girl. I was going to say, yeah. But Yeah. What? Why are you here today? What's your interest in crime? Do you have mm-hmm. Do you have any interest in crime? So honestly, like my favorite genre of like movies is literally horror. Like mm-hmm. I watch so many horror movies. I had to like stop watching them for a while. Like when I was younger, because I was getting so many nightmares, and my parents oh. were like, "Stop watching horror films." Um, but no, I love watching horror films. I love conspiracy theories. I grew mm. up like watching like Shane Dawson's YouTube. Me video. too. <laughs> I love. I still watch like conspiracy theory mm-hmm. videos. I just love like eerie stuff, mm-hmm. which I feel like doesn't really match my vibe at all. But like, what's I your love favorite it. horror movie? Oh, See, I love. Whenever people ask me this, I'm like, I then don't I like know. blank. I'm I like, blank. Girl. Um, I love The Sixth Sense. <gasps> Ooh, see, that's mm-hmm. one I don't hear a lot. No really? one ever is like six. Yeah. I predicted that movie, though, like like in the beginning. I was like, oh, he's for sure. Yes. The dead guy. Yes. I predicted it like right in the mo- like right in the beginning. There are what certain else? movies that it's just so easy to predict what the twist it's is. So easy to predict. It's- and like some people don't get it. And I'm like, how do you not? get it? <laughs> um, I also really like The Visit. The one of the creepy grandparents. <gasps> the grandparents. Mm-hmm. That one, that one, honestly, the twist <laughs> didn't get me. No, I didn't get the twist either. It was like, ah! that was scary. See, yeah. Mm. Honestly, I think my favorites lately have been the Scream series. Oh, I, yeah. I love, I've always loved the Scream movies just because I like that they recognize like the horror tropes and like mm-hmm. make fun of them and play yeah. off of them, which mm-hmm. I really like. Um, what other movies? I love the Conjuring series. Oh, and, like, yeah. Like the Annabelle, whatever. Like, Those are great. Those are classic. They're classic, but like, older mm-hmm. kind of horror movies yeah 
like the shining the shining see the shining i've never been that into and i think it's just because it's so slow it is very slow and everyone tells me to read the book because apparently the book is like different and i'm like okay i guess but i don't know i don't know if i would really like a horror book that much honestly that see i feel the same because i feel like it just i it would also be the same of like this is too slow like yeah there's no jump scares where are yes, the jump scares i love i like live for jump scares see i'm so excited for the five nights at freddy's movie you'd have no idea oh my god no me too i was such a five nights at freddy's yeah. girl but let's get into the actual episode I'm so excited. are you ready for me to tell you your yes. guest duties okay yes all right i'm going to tell you a true crime story It is your job to react, ask questions, add in your own personal anecdotes, and just add to the story in any way that you want. Does that all make sense? Yes. Okay, you have to promise the listeners that I didn't tell you what story I was going to tell you ahead of time. Listeners, I have no idea. Do you want to take any random wild guesses into the wind? Oh, gosh. Um... I have no idea. Maybe something with like ghosts. <laughs> I don't know. So no, paranormal. we're not. We're not unfortunately okay. doing a paranormal episode today. Good, because <laughs> that would stress me. <laughs> Today's story is the love has one cult. Oh, do you know anything about no. this? No. Okay. Sources for tonight's story include the Washington Post, Insider Magazine, NBC's Dateline, Rolling Stone Magazine, and we all know her, we all love her, Miss Wikipedia. Love it. <laughs> I, She's I still, an icon. Like, I love Wikipedia. It's like so slay. Like it's just everything's there. Everything like. is there, and I get it. I get it. It's not like a credible source because anyone can like change it. But but like, can anyone change it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Anyone can change. Like oh. you can just log on to Wikipedia and be like, George Washington was born in the 1980s, and oh, his wow. mother was Jesus. Like you can literally. You really can. You can do oh, whatever wow. you want. Okay, so let's get into the background on the case. Amy Carlson left her job at McDonald's, her husband, her daughter, and her two sons in 2006 to join a man she met online named Amareth White Eagle in Colorado. What is that name? (laughs) White Eagle. I think it's a name he created for himself. Oh. Carlson grew up in Dallas, Texas, which is right near here. She was a straight-A student who, who participated in her school choir, though her family once stated that she had made poor decisions about men and had been married three times by the time she was in her early 20s. She also had one child with each of her different husbands. So, wow. she's like, I want a new child, gotta get a new man. Oh, man. It's so, yeah, there's definitely something a little bit off yeah. with Carlson. Carlson was also known to believe in concepts such as alien starships and other paranormal phenomena. Sometime in the early 2000s, Carlson joined a New Age philosophy forum called Lightworkers.org, where she met White Eagle. Ah, that's like giving me goosebumps. It's weird. That's so eerie. This is the 2000s. I feel like by this point, we should know that like you should not... Common sense. Common sense. If a man's last name is White Eagle on the internet, don't go meet him. Wait, what was the website called? Lightworkers.org. No. (laughs) Just... No. Here's the thing. Like, even with like Tinder, Mm. like, I always say this, like, I go on Tinder just to like... I I use Tinder, and this might be really (laughs) bad, but I use Tinder as basically like hot or not. (laughs) I have no intention of oh ever God. meeting the people mm-hmm. I like match with on Tinder, even if like they're verified. <laughs> like it just the idea of like 
like meeting someone just randomly online and then being like, okay, like let's go, like let's go see each other in person. It's just so weird. I feel like there's just. mm. And I know there's a lot of people out there who do like subscribe to like the online dating culture. And if that's for you, like I love it all for it. For me, it just gives me like weird off vibes. I feel like I don't know any success stories from like people that met online. I don't know any success stories. No success stories. <laughs> so White Eagle, who is this man she went in to meet. Um, you ready for this? What? Hold on to your horses. I'm scared. He referred to himself as Father God. And believed that both he and Carlson were divine entities, <gasps> referring to Carlson as Mother God. <gasps> oh gosh! Which it's also like if a man starts calling you stuff like <laughs> fa- Mother God and you believe it, that's get like off too much. The that is too much. <laughs> oh man, that's not giving. Carlson was then eventually convinced that she was experiencing paranormal phenomena in her everyday life and thus ceased contact with her family to join the, quote, Galactic Federation of Light with White Eagle. What the heck? (laughs) What is... This is like... I just can't even, like, fathom this. So let me explain something. So when I was researching this, Uh I was like, let me, like, get into the background of, like, what all this was. So she gets on this, like, Lightworkers forum because she obviously, like, does subscribe to these, like, paranormal beliefs, which, like, to Uh each their own. Like, I'm someone who definitely, like, thinks that, like, ghosts could be real. Uh And so... (laughs) So she goes on here, like, expecting to, like, just learn more about, like all these things that she kind of believes in. Yeah. And she starts meeting people that are basically like, mm. you are the like most like ethereal being we have ever met. Sounds like she just needs like an ego boost or something. That, <laughs> like, <laughs> But it honestly doesn't seem like she went on there for the ego boost. No. It was like she went there and people were like hyping her up. But part of me also was like, it's just some like random pretty woman that showed up on a website yeah. with a bunch of like very desperate people searching for like someone to like worship so it's like it almost kind of feels like wrong place wrong time but at the same time she did definitely have like something going on upstairs that was like Mm -hmm. making it seem as though right yeah like she believes she would subscribe to these beliefs so now let's talk about how this galactic federation of light would gain followers The group took advantage of the newer video-sharing website of the time, YouTube, to help them bring in more followers to Carlson's home in Crestone, Colorado. So once she got to Colorado, she basically bought a house. Mm -hmm. This was also the time that the group changed their name to Love Has One. So that was just their name on YouTube. The group's videos blended New Age mysticism with beliefs about galactic beings, planetary ascension, and conspiracy theories. So, (laughs) I was able to find some of these videos, and it's definitely a little interesting. Like, you hear... So, who do you think of when you hear conspiracy theory, like, videos? Like, Shane Dawson. Shane Dawson. Yes. Exactly. Think of Shane Dawson, like, conspiracy videos, times, like, five. Like, it's just the most absurd. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just like, oh, the Mandela effect or like, oh. It's like, like crazy. It's like crazy. Like, there are lizard people walking around. Like, that level of, like, belief. And every, like, video that I watched of people, like, talking about, like, their beliefs and stuff, mm-hmm. you could tell it wasn't just like, oh, like, someone's forcing us to say all this. They were, right. like, genuinely like, I believe all of this and this is why you should, too sign a thing yeah 
That's interesting because like I feel like you watch conspiracy videos and it's like people like don't really like believe what they're saying sometimes. It's exactly. Like, it's like maybe this is true. So like I feel like it would be a weird perspective to see people that are like genuinely like this. Well, and it's like, like even if they do believe it, they do also accept the fact that like yes. there is the potential that it's just not right. true. Yes, exactly. These people did not accept that. Like they are like genuinely like this is true and this is why. Love has won. Um, believed that Amy Carlson was a divine 19 billion year old being who had birthed all of creation and had been reincarnated 534 times. Hmm? Of these reincarnations, Carlson claimed that she was once Jesus, Joan of Arc, Marilyn Monroe, and Cleopatra. But like why? Like that's so crazy. But just what a collection of like we have Jesus and Joan of Arc who are definitely like related to like the Bible, right. Christianity, very much like yeah. powers of like Power. God, monotheism. Yeah. And then we have uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> who is arguably like America's biggest sex symbol yeah. of all time. And then we just have Cleopatra, who's like, just kind of left wing, like, what historical figures could I be today? Yeah. Who was I today? Yeah. I was Cleopatra. Carlson also stated that she was President Donald Trump's daughter in a past life and that deceased actor Robin Williams was part of her quote unquote spiritual team. And by spiritual team, she meant like there were like ghosts that she would communicate with, like beyond the ether that would help her like come to understand all of her beliefs. And Robin Williams was one of them. Some of their other beliefs included things such as Atlantis, the lost continent of Lemuria, and, like I said before, reptilians. (laughs) I don't really know what to say. That's that's just, like, at first I was like, maybe it's just, like, kind of like what you were saying, like, just, like, joining just to, like, check things out, like, kind of, like, funny. But, like, the fact that she thinks she's all of this is, She's into it. Is, like, what? (laughs) Like, so let crazy. me tell you what the lost continent of Lemuria is. Okay, yeah. So it was a continent proposed in 1864 by zoologist Philip Sclater. And so what the theory is, is that it's like a large continent that was basically... Uh, it was where the Indian Ocean currently is, and it just sunk. And so... Like, those who believe in this think that, like, because of continental drift and plate tectonics, it just accumulated all this water to the point where the continent just went below the ocean. Um, And that is, like, basically the belief of, like, why there are, like, lemur fossils in Madagascar and, like, the Indian subcontinent, but, like, not in, like, Africa or, like, Mm. the Middle East of, like, why are there lemurs in, like, these islands but not in, like, the actual main, like, continents, which is interesting. That's interesting. So it is, like, it is definitely, like, when I was reading about it, I was like, okay, like, this could make sense. That that makes kind of sense. Like, this, but that was also, like, why is this the only, like, kind of scientific belief that you guys have? Right. Yes. So it it was just kind of like, uh, like a lot of their beliefs are very left field, but this one was left field just because of like the fact that it was kind of scientific. Yeah. Quote unquote, kind of. Right. So the group had around 20 full time members living with Carlson in her house. 
They would all do daily live streams promoting their beliefs as well as New Age vitamins, products, and quote-unquote etheric surgery that would spiritually remove sickness and quote negative energy from the body. So etheric surgery is like Think of, you know, on TikTok where it's those like girls on the like your for you page that are doing like the random hand motions to like pluck bad energy out of your chakra. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, about? I know what you're talking about. It's, yes. it's basically kind of like that mm-hmm. of like, yeah. you know, I will, I, I am nowhere near you and nor like we are separated by a screen yet somehow I'm still able to cleanse like all of your bad energy. Which I will also say this, like I own crystals. I do believe no, that I there is definitely too. like some, there is some scientific truth to the fact that like you can use certain energies from other like physical bodies around you to help like heal Absolutely. certain parts of you. I definitely like do believe that. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, you know, in Hinduism, like chakras are a very big deal. I don't want to like say like, you know, chakras, like you shouldn't believe in them, that sort of thing. Right, yeah, absolutely. But when it comes to like a screen and technology where there is no like, there's no closeness in energy. Like when you're in a room with someone, you can feel that there is another person in that room with you. When you're just watching a video on your phone, there is no like, there's there's no energy. Yeah. Like I will make an argument for like, if you're watching a horror movie, then you kind of start to feel like, oh, there's someone in the room with me. Mm -hmm. But if you're just like, casually watching like a a Britney Broski video like online or like a Markiplier video like I don't think Markiplier's in the Mm -hmm. room with me I know he's like all the way like miles and miles away yes no yeah so it's just like I I honestly don't understand how like so many people just believe in things that are like beyond a screen yeah you know no I get that or like the videos that are like play this sound and you will have like good luck for like three oh weeks. Oh my gosh. Where yes. it's like, what, what proof do you have? It's like skip besides or like else coincidences. you're going to, it's like skip or else you'll get like bad luck or something. Or do you remember in like middle school when people would send you those things that were oh, like, the, the send this chains. to 20 people or else this girl's going to come to your room at night and kill you. I'm guilty of sending. I was guilty of that <laughs> too. But like if I got those, I was like, oh shoot, like I gotta go. I gotta send it. But it was just like, I, I just want to know the science behind how, how why do people believe that? Like, what yeah. makes people think? Like, obviously, when you're a kid, like, you're a kid. Right. And you're just going to believe that. Like, you're going to believe in things like Slender Man and stuff. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, I, I don't, don't really understand, like, why someone would, like... Be, like, what is, like, the reasoning behind... Exactly. Like, I just don't understand mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, that, yeah, that, and that's honestly going to continue to be a big theme in the rest of the story of like, why do certain beliefs get subscribed to while others don't? And why are they allowed to change? Okay. So speaking of change, let's talk about the group's evolution. Okay. So Amareth White Eagle was one of Amy Carlson's many lovers. And he also was not the only father god. Oh, no. White Eagle left Carlson in 2014, who was replaced by Miguel Lamboy, then finally Jason Castillo in 2018. By this time, the group had moved between Colorado, Oregon, California, and Florida prior to 2018, before moving back to Moffat, Colorado. Wait, so all those guys are the gods or other gods? They switched, yeah. So they were all at one point a father god. Oh, wow. But it was like, I guess if you left Carlson, you were no longer father god. Sus. Which I also think is interesting because Amrith White Eagle was the original father god. So why did it be like suddenly 
you're no longer divine mm. when you want to leave Carlson and let yet she gets to stay divine right. when you were the one that told her she was divine in the first place. That's See, so that's what weird. I mean by like their beliefs change. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense that as to why no they sense. change. In August of 2020, the group moved briefly to Kauai, um, but their stay was short. Locals to the area were hostile towards Carlson mm-hmm. after she began to proclaim that she was the Hawaiian goddess Pele. Oh, no. Protesters around the area surrounded the group's rented property, chanting Hawaiian prayers and lighting fires from driftwood to basically show, like, you are not no. our god and you cannot proclaim that you are our god. So this is, like, to this point, she is, like, fully subscribed that she is this, like, ethereal being and doesn't care, like, who her beliefs hurt anymore. That's, like, scary. Like, that's, like, terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So Amy Carlson and Jason Castillo were known by past group members for their drug and alcohol abuse. Castillo constantly using meth mm. as, like, his choice drug. The group, however, had a strict, quote-unquote, no-drug policy other than the use of marijuana. So if you weren't Carlson or the Father God, you couldn't use drugs. Oh, my. But they could. That's, like, really hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Double standards. Furthermore, cult members of Love Has One referred to Carlson as, quote-unquote, mom or, quote-unquote, mother god. And older videos showed her being a rather soft-spoken and composed woman. Though around 2020, videos were released of Carlson verbally abusing cult members, becoming aggressive, and she was almost always drunk. So, I, I, obviously, like, she, well, she wasn't a drug user when mm-hmm. she went into the cult. So, it's just kind of interesting of, like, you know, you went into this just because you were mentally ill. Right. What effects are these drugs having now? Like, it's just going to make everything worse. Yeah. Especially meth. Oh, no. Meth is the scariest drug. Like, if no, you take meth, so you are immediately addicted. Ah, that's so scary. And you, like, run through walls and stuff. Like, people on meth have no inhibitions and they're right. terrifying to yeah. be around. Oh, my gosh. That's really scary. In one video, Carlson begins to yell at cult member John Robertson for bringing her meatballs rather than chicken parmesan. Oh, man. Another video shows Jason Castillo threatening Robertson for an unknown reason, telling him, quote, you're going to be a paraplegic, end quote. The abuse caused by Carlson and Castillo wasn't just verbal, though. Carlson reportedly limited members' sleep to four to five hours every night. Drinks were also limited in the group, and in May 2020, a member was found wandering through the wilderness around Crestone, Colorado, severely dehydrated and naked. Oh my gosh. In September 2020, the group appeared on Dr. Phil. (gasps) Amy Carlson appeared on the show- In 2020? In 2020. Oh my gosh. Amy Carlson appeared on the show across from her family, desperate, and her family was desperate to reach her emotionally, though they failed. Two members of the cult also appeared on the show. Lauren Suarez, who went by the name Aurora, and Ashley Peluso, who went by the name Hope. Both refuted the claims of abuse. Mm. So it's two girls that are very much, like, fully subscribed to the beliefs of, like, we're not abused. Oh, my gosh. Even though it's very likely they probably were. So now let's talk about the death in the family. Oh, no. And the family being the cult. The cult. Of course, they're known as a family. They call, yeah, they call themselves a family. 
Following the Dr. Phil appearance, Amy Carlson had begun to show several signs of poor health. Walter Ritchie Pascal, a former member of the cult, said that the last time he saw Carlson was February of 2021. During this time, Carlson was around 90 pounds. She could not walk and claimed she had stage 5 cancer, which does not exist. Cancer doesn't go past stage 4, but she was like, I have stage 5. Oh my gosh. Like, I have cancer, cancer. Pascal also stated that during this time, Carlson continued to drink heavily, though members claimed that this was a form of pain relief. Carlson never saw a doctor, and it was unclear why she was sick. Though when she asked members to take her to a hospital, they denied her, and this was against, because this was against the group's beliefs. <gasps> so she, as their leader, was like, please take me to the hospital. And her members were like, no, you, as, like, you know that that's, not against our, that's against oh our gosh. beliefs. We can't take you. Why couldn't she take herself? Because she couldn't walk. She oh, couldn't right, even right. get out of bed. So it was just like... Which is another thing that's interesting is like, once again, why do the beliefs change when like you as a leader right. are so sick that you recognize you need to be taken to the yeah. hospital and like you are someone that is constantly subscribed to like all of your beliefs. Right. Why does that suddenly change now? And why do you expect that to change for your members who are devoted and know the beliefs to a T? That's true. So it's it's just, it's so it's weird so and up. it sits so terribly it's with so, me. It's so like eerie. Pascal also stated that during this time, um, oh no, so the last time Carlson was seen alive in public was April 10th, 2021. On the Love Has One live streams, group members were claiming that her eyes were rolling to the back of her head and that she was having trouble breathing. Oh my God. Police officers were sent to the group's residence several times, but members always claimed Carlson was not present. Oh so gosh. the police would get there, they'd get to the door, and the members would be like, oh, no, Sending. sorry, she's not here. Ah, that's scary. It's just, and also, like, if you're getting constant calls as a police officer, at yeah. some point you need to recognize that, like, a search warrant is yeah. needed. Like, go inside <laughs> the just, house, Just please. break the walls down. Around midnight, on April 28th, 2021, a search warrant at this point was now issued to police to mm. search the Love Has One property after someone called in the presence of a dead body in the house. A shrine was found in the house surrounding a sleeping bag wrapped in Christmas lights. Inside of the sleeping bag was the mummified body of Amy Carlson. Oh my gosh. At the time of her death, Carlson was 45. Her body was missing its eyes and had glitter all over the face. So, not only did they mummify her and keep her in the house, they fully were like... They kind of Christmas treat her out. They Christmas treat her out in April. Oh my gosh. In April. What's crazy is how recent this all was. That's So that's also what I was going to comment on. Of like, cults kind of made sense in like the 60s and 70s right. when like the hippie movement was going yeah. on and like, you know, it was like pretty easy to like make people believe things when like right. the internet was not a thing no yeah at this point you have the internet you can search up whether something is true or false or like the signs of a cult mm -hmm. am i joining a cult search that up on google right now and like yeah. it'll give you all this information as to like what like if you're joining a cult or not so that's another thing that's interesting yeah. is how did a cult get this big yeah in during like this was only two years ago and like dr phil like that part i was like what <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. So, Jason Castillo, who's 45, 
John Robertson, 32, Abdullah Franco, 52, Ryan Kramer, 30, Christopher Royer, 35, Sarah, Sarah Rudolph, 35, and Karen Raymond, 47, were arrested and charged with abuse of a corpse and child abuse as there were two children present on the property after the body was found. Hmm? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So They're it wasn't so young also. Mm-hmm. That's so These sad. These aren't like old people. These are like young people. That's crazy. According to Jason Castillo, Carlson had died during the group's trip to Mount Shasta, California. During this time, Carlson had, quote, ascended and wanted her body's final resting place to be in the group's home in Colorado. So they transferred the body, too. According to Tom Perrin, the coroner presiding over Carlson's death, Carlson had been ingesting large amounts of colloidal silver, which Love Has Won had been promoting as a cure to COVID-19. A picture taken weeks before Carlson's death depicted her with thinning hair and discolored skin with a purplish hue. Consuming large amounts of colloidal silver has been known to lead to discoloration of the skin as well as organ failure and seizures. Makes sense. Makes sense. (laughs) Like, this is kind of like reminding me, have you ever seen Midsummer? Yes. Midsummer, whatever it's called. It's like kind of reminding me of like a current version of that. In a weird way, kind of. exactly. Mm-hmm. But they, but like they more current, had, and they like at least literal. had the advantage of like no internet yeah. in their like town. True. These people had these people the like have access to everything. But you're right. This and is like, like very similar to like Midsummer and the fact that they like worship one woman. Yeah, they very much are like they will, these like, are, do anything for this. woman. They will do anything for this woman, and they will not change. Well, I guess they do sort of change their beliefs in the movie. Mm-hmm. Cause doesn't it? Yeah. Cause don't I feel like at one point in the movie they're like, yeah, outsiders can't be the May Queen, and then suddenly something. like, and then but then she like becomes she becomes the, the May Queen or something. I could be wrong about that. No, yeah. But. Then they all like burn themselves. <laughs> Horrible. So um. and like the way COVID nineteen is like, <laughs> is like, like that. That was the other thing. It was like COVID nineteen that just happened. <laughs> like, that it's just so happened. weird to like hear. It's COVID. like still happening now. It's still happening, isn't it? It's just it's weird, weird to hear like. Because all of my true crime, I don't want to say that it hasn't been, like, old, but it hasn't been cases where, like, COVID has Has been, like, discussed. And that's just so weird to me of, like, COVID is making its way into true crime at this point. Yeah. So the coroner's report eventually listed Carlson's cause of death as global decline in the setting of alcohol abuse, alcohol abuse, anorexia, and chronic colloidal silver ingestion. On May 5th, 2021, Deputy District Attorney Alex Raines announced that the seven people who had been charged following Carlson's death would have their charges upgraded to tampering with a deceased human body mixed with charges of child abuse, abuse of a corpse, tampering with deceased human remains, and false imprisonment. However, these charges were dropped. So let's talk about the aftermath of this cult. Mm Mm-hmm. So most of the remaining members of Love Has One disbanded, though they still attempted to carry on Carlson's mission. The Love Has One website was taken offline, and those who remained in the cult renamed the group, quote, 5D Full Disclosure, and they also changed the YouTube page and Facebook page to this name, as well as creating a new website. Quote unquote, Father God, Jason Castillo, created his own group called Joy Reigns. 
A post was created and deleted on the Joy Reigns Facebook page referring to Father God's, quote, suicide mission and his, quote, last moments in humanity. Whether this post was serious or not is unclear, though much concern was sparked among Castillo's followers. Those who were able to leave Love Has Won before or following Carlson's death are working on deprogramming the rest of the ex-members. Mm -hmm. This has proven difficult as Carlson forced her members to cut ties with their family and friends, <gasps> leaving, the isolated and, leaving them isolated and reliant on Carlson and other members of the cult. The Datelight episode called The Ascension of Mother God following the cult's downfall was released on Friday, October 5th, 2021 at 9 p.m. on NBC. Ex-members and Carlson's family appeared on the episode. Carlson's family made it clear that they believed that Carlson was responsible for leading the cult, but they were also sad that many of the members abandoned her towards the end of her life. And that's the story of the Love Has One cult. Isn't I like that. Just I have so a pit sad. in my stomach. It like just that's it makes you feel so bad of like her family <laughs> recognizing that obviously like she was a bad person. Yeah, and this was an issue. Yet at the same time, they were like, "This like this became your chosen family, and yeah. they all left you." And recognizing how sad that was. Yeah, that's just like. Ugh. I like don't I just feel like it's kind of like reminding me of like Scientology because like I know like you like have to cut ties mm -hmm. with your family and like the way that there's like I feel like there's like a lot of just like weird connections and then there's like the religious connection of like did you say like joy joy reigns like joy reigns like there's like and like love is one like it's all very like happy sounding mm -hmm. which is like really creepy to me mm -hmm. I don't know all of it is just like so like oh it is just very icky. And this is not the first, like, cult I've talked about. Mm -hmm. I've also talked about, like, the Charles Manson family. Okay. And, um, oh, my goodness, what is the one that I talked about that, like, believed in aliens? I cannot, why can I, it's, like, escaping my mind right now. It's the one that has, like, the creepy VHS tapes that I think okay. Shane Dawson has covered. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I know what you're talking Hold about. On. I don't know the name of it. Let me look. Famous cults. Famous cult. Because I know this is, like, one of the most famous mm -hmm. cults. Um, I'm also surprised, like, I've never heard of this, like, at all. Really? Like, I've never heard of this. Maybe I have. I think I do and remember it, like, hearing it on the news during the time it was happening, but it wasn't something I, like, big time focused on. Maybe I've Oh, the Heaven's Gate cult. Oh, this yes, This cult yes, is a yes. lot like the Heaven's Gate Eesh. cult. I mean, it is also, like, the Manson family, too, of, like, the Manson family was, like, we have these sets of beliefs, and this is, like, what we're going to believe in. But would you like to know what goes into deprogramming someone from a cult? Yeah, when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh. So it should be known that deprogramming is, it's kind of controversial because mm. if you don't do it in like a way that's like a state, like so deprogramming could be anything from like just like giving the person the resources to like go see a psychologist and a therapist right. to fully just kidnapping them so like kidnapping is sometimes a tactic false imprisonment like everyone always says like if you go to pr like prison that's your way to like become a productive member of society again right. but this is fully like we have nowhere else to take you we're gonna give you false charges to put you in prison wow but that's not what the family is like doing okay. that's not what the ex-cult members are doing i should make that clear that's but crazy. this is just like what is used overall, like, around the world. Right. 
So basically deprogramming is you want to like unbrainwash these people, Mm -hmm. but sometimes with deprogramming, they rebrainwash them. So such things they use is they like will threaten the people with a gun, beat them, deny food and sleep. And sometimes, unfortunately, this is a trigger warning, sexually assault them. Wow. Which, if you remember, is kind of similar to what the cult was doing. Right. Like taking away their sleep and their water and everything. So it's like. Why Why did the same tactics get switched to deprogram someone? Right. If this, like, didn't work before, why would it work now sort yeah. of thing? That's Which so is terrifying. Weird. That's so scary. To think of. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but let, let's also get into, like, some of the ways that are, like, good deprogramming. So, like I said, like, taking, like, giving someone their resources. Yeah. Um, but psychology today... Um, Basically, what they do is they try and find a way to ensure that, like, you obviously don't want to tell someone, like, your beliefs are wrong because that's going to yeah. kind of make it seem like no. their beliefs need to be enforced to that uh-huh. person. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, someone will slowly slip into, like, information of, like, if you're, like, say you're a family member and you re-get con- like regain contact, what you're going to start to do is you're going to start to say, like, things that kind of flip their beliefs so like say make up like a random belief for yourself Mm. it could be anything i love chocolate you love chocolate so that's your belief that's my belief so i'm gonna start to tell you things of like well i know you love chocolate but did you know that like cacao nibs have like some poison in them (laughs) like i'm gonna tell you something that's false but at least it's something that's gonna get you to like get rid of that belief that's so interesting um, however, there is, you know, the kidnapping side of it. And so when the kidnapping happens and they're abducted, what happens is, is they stay in a secure location and with 24 hours a day, they like have the deprogrammer who's like the person that gets hired to help like get rid of their like programming. Basically, they have formal cult, former cult members and family members present to basically, snap these people out and unfortunately like you shouldn't ever kidnap someone no but most of the time this is the only thing that works because it's the only thing that gets the person away from all the other cult members that's like really sad isn't that sad that that's like like that's like what they have to resort what they have to resort to so it's just it's such like a obviously you want to get someone out of a cult but with deprogramming it's like you have to go to these extremes. So at at what point is it like more harmful to deprogram someone than just let them stay in the cult? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just like, it's hard to like believe like someone like would go from like kind of like maybe being like somewhat normal to Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden like believing like all of this stuff and then like having to like go like, like having to like work this hard to go back to like. Exactly. Like just thinking about like that, like, transgression is that a word Mm -hmm. yeah is like it's just crazy it's like hard to believe but it's just like so sad that like that happens to Mm -hmm. people and I say this a lot you know especially when we talk about things that are very much related to like mental health issues and Mm -hmm. stuff if you are someone that is struggling with like certain mental health issues don't turn to just random internet websites or something to find solace like please go like 
there are so many resources out there, especially so like many. if you are someone who goes to TCU and you are listening, like TCU has a lot of a lot. great mental health options and like research into them. Like if you don't know where to find them, go to the TCU website, talk to your professors, talk to your friends if they know, like, you know, it, the best person to turn to is family, friends, and ment- like mental health professionals. Right. Those are always the best people to turn to. Don't don't join a cult. No. <laughs> In today's day and age, there's so many good, solid options rather there's than... There's so many better things to do <laughs> than join a random group of people. It's just like so sad that people think like they have to resort to a cult. Exactly. So that that's just my thing to everyone out there of... Get yourself away from all of, like, Mm -hmm. anything that can make you struggle more. Push that away. Yeah. And just go to the people that you know will love you, (laughs) like your family and friends. And mental health professionals who will ensure that you do not join a cult and that your mental health issues can be resolved. Of course. But that is the story. Do you have anything final to add? Anything else you'd like to say? That was just, like, a whirlwind. And, like, I just can't believe, like, was she, like... Because she said she worked at, like, McDonald's right in the mm-hmm. beginning. I'm like, did Girly like, work at McDonald's through all of this? Mm-mm. She dropped out of... She dropped okay. out of everything. That's crazy. Like, she like she left her kids. I think the saddest part That's is that she really did have, sad. Like, she, she had, like, an actual family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think the whole thing is a very unfortunate story that we should all learn from as just don't do this. I mean, don't do any of the crimes I talk about, but just don't do this. <laughs> This is too much. Yeah. Because if you join a cult like this, you could perhaps become a mummy that is wrapped up. You could become a Christmas tree. And I don't know about you, but that's not how I want to go out. (laughs) No. No, no. (laughs) Not to make a joke out of it, but that's not how I want to go out. Mm Mm-mm. But. Save the glitter face for another Save the glitter face for a football game. Exactly. Save it for Coachella. (laughs) Save it for anything else but being a mummy. Yeah. Ah, that's so eerie. I can't. Ah. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for having me, Amelia. And listening to the story. Everyone who's listening, go listen to Grace's show Wednesday oh. mornings from 8 to 10. Um, would you like to plug it one more time for um, all the listeners? <laughs> okay, I'll plug it. Yes, guys. So 8 a.m. to 10 Central Time. Me and my friend Joya. Sleigh time on your morning commute. Tell them the name. What's your name? Oh, yeah. We're the Radio Girls. So you guys should really tune in. It's really fun. It's it's like a lot of fun. It is. Oh, we're also doing like ticket giveaways and stuff for the next couple of weeks. So if you want to go to like some fun concerts or anything, (gasps) like definitely tune in. Oh, my goodness. But yes, absolutely. Go listen. And... You are now officially a member of the club that is Club Crime. I'm so honored. So thank you once again. And to all my listeners, please join us next week for another true crime story when we have another guest joining us. And this has been Club Crime.